everybody welcome back to foul play you're listening to episode 42 of fantasy overwatch league play my name is heebie i'm joined here by a smith and teoyama how are the two of you i feel like i'm in a repetitive loop of life it's nah, amazing you're lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what i grinded like all three seasons of stranger things this like last week and it has been so far had you not seen season one and two before i, I have not seen wow. any of it and then like i had a couple of friends who were like hey you should dig this and i was like all right all right all right and then and, boom and i dove into the hole it's it. amazing yeah it's <laughs> incredible i love that Super show fun. so much yeah uh on the other side of things i've been re-watching uh party down and i just i love that show so much okay it's like some comedy you guys got to check out i will okay. what's, yeah. it, what's it on what streaming it's... service I I don't know. <laughs> he just, almost steals been... his videos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, convicted. I've just been googling it. <laughs> uh, okay. This podcast <laughs> will be YouTube, like. <laughs> yeah. This podcast will be used in court when Teoyama is arrested by the NSA. Hey, no. Uh, all I said is I don't know. Hey. Yeah, that's incriminating <laughs> enough, Fair and enough. we know it. Um, I have been watching Overwatch League, you flippin' idiots. Uh, I have been watching the source material for our podcast. No, I I also was uh, re-watching Master of None recently. My wife hadn't seen it, so we were watching through that. Big Aziz Ansari fan. Uh, But in terms of Overwatch, we do have something (laughs) new that is fresh and exciting and not a rewatch, and that is the 222 Rolock. Teoyama, give me your first opinions uh, of, of seeing it in real life and not just theorizing about it on random podcasts. All right. So I will say, first thought as a Farah main, my heart is broken and I miss Farah. Oh, okay. I also miss Shanghai's triple DPS. But I do love the chaos that we're seeing right now mm-hmm. and the return of people that we have not seen either playing their favorite hero or at all you know so i'm pretty into it actually okay awesome ace smith your thoughts i mean i'm i'm digging it i mean hoxall genji like come on guys (laughs) this is what we've been waiting since like day one since like when hoxall was an apex popping off on genji Mm -hmm. we were waiting to see like him compete against everybody yeah and Mm -hmm. it's it's just as glorious as i remember it (laughs) (laughs) And we're seeing new metas. I mean, the ice pick meta with May, and you know, not Paris should not be running it because Shadowburn needs to play something he's good at. Um, <laughs> good at the May, but all right. Soon's <laughs> yeah, really good at carrying that team. To be fair, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, w- I want to be able to. I, I just I want to be able to see like Shadowburn Genji, Shadowburn Pharah. Like the yeah. things he's been known for. Yeah, I'll even take Shadowburn Hanzo. Okay, like let, let's do some of that. And 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 this is going to be the time where we see coaches. We'll see coaches develop hopefully in a perfect, in a perfectly balanced Overwatch, which could actually happen now that we have two two two. I doubt that, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> okay. It, it's more likely to happen now than something else because you're not going to have great game breaking metas where you have like five tanks or something you know sure game breaking in that fashion yes yeah no i feel that i agree to a point i just like i don't think that it'll ever be perfect i think that's a bit too far of a it just it's easier to see the coaching differences now that the positions are a little bit more locked in Mm -hmm. you know so that's, that's pretty exciting yeah, that's exciting. I I like it for the I, again the fact that I'm I'm sick and tired of uh, triple tank. Like when I saw it originally, when I when I saw the triple tank composition invented way back in the day, like when Overwatch was in not in beta, I guess, but after release, like in Europe and stuff, I hated it. I hated it so much. I, I love seeing the <laughs> DPS players pop up. I like the 
order and system of, of having a roll lock. I, I think it's really cool. Allows players to defeat other players with their flexibility. Uh, <laughs> you can be like, all right, well, I, I can play this better than you. And so I will beat you in that way. And I really enjoy that. So big fan of the 2 2 I'm excited as a fantasy owner for it to kind of level out a little bit. I'm excited to see a meta develop, in which case we can see what players are going to do well or not so well in fantasy. And I'm excited for teams to decide who they're going to play. Uh, and in that case, we saw some terrifying things in terms of <laughs> fantasy. We saw teams do just complete roster overhauls mid-match. Uh, we're going to talk about a few of those about so why you who are listening should be concerned about players you own if they're on this team. Teo, take it away with one of these teams that we are concerned to own. All right. First, the most obvious, the Hangzhou Spark, where not a single player on their roster played 100% of their maps last week. Yeah. Mm. Um, they're, the, they're the new Soul Dynasty, um, and they've... <laughs> gone even further um and yeah it's just you know it's hard to own any of their players hard to trust any of their players in daily fantasy especially when playing time is so important uh and you know i think they will be going to a bunch of five maps so maybe you'll get four maps out of your guy or you'll get you know two or three because literally nobody is safe from being subbed out no no do you really think they're gonna go to five maps Hey, I think they're going to start figuring it out. Um, maybe this week was their uh, was their version of scrimming it out, but uh, mm -hmm. I think I think they're going to improve. They have talent yeah. on their team for sure. Bebe is a nasty uh, Zen. Gushra is a nasty uh, main tank. Um, so, and I think Godsby's nasty too. But like they, I think the DPS lineup needs to be figured out first, mm -hmm. um, and then eventually they'll they'll iron things out. You mean Crystal coming back to America, saying you know what? Yeah. We'll let these guys figure it out, and, and then I'll come back and be the Dude, superhero. That's the least professional um, okay. announcement I've ever seen in any and kind of professional so sport. Yeah, I don't understand that. Just like they could have sent it to me, and I would have fixed that up in no time. And I would have yeah. done it for free, too, just out of respect for Crystal and out of respect for the Overwatch League. Like, <laughs> like they what threw are you him, doing? They threw him under the bus, but here's oh, the thing. Man. Like, he's going to return. And when he comes back and he like pops off and they like start winning, he's gonna be the hero. Like he's setting himself yeah. up for like villain to hero status <laughs> like that. Like oh, like yeah. he's gonna be like, I'm saving the Hong Zhao spark and then I he's actually, gonna be beloved again. Crystal is I Batman really Beyond that. confirmed. I think Overwatch needs to continue leaning into the whole WWE style like vibe to it. You know, the entrance songs, the super oh. coming out with the belt. Yeah. And then now Crystal's going to have a heel to face turn. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, oh it's going to be beautiful. He needs to come out and like push somebody down and down a flight of yeah, yeah. Like down the main ramp. He just needs oh, to like, push whoever like, need... like Bozzy's in there. And he's like, get out of here. We, we oh, need to like see a, a video needs to get leaked of him partying in China right now. Oh, <laughs> They're going to be like, oh. <laughs> That's what he's like, been doing this whole time. Yeah. He's got like chicks on both arms. He's like, "What's up, yeah. guys?" He's just there. He's he's rocking like a PUBG shirt or something, <laughs> hanging out with Undead. He's yeah. like, Whoa. "Undead, what? What's going on here?" <laughs> Some nefarious plot. In a jacuzzi, a like with you know, just party jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah. Undead, and oh, oh gosh, this, yeah. this is what we need. This is. I, I'm glad you said this. This is exactly what we need in life. <laughs> Yeah. The smack talk's already getting there. I mean, yeah. come on. Man, can I can you imagine? I would be I so excited for everyone to come out of the woodwork and start telling me that Overwatch League is not real. Like as if I were a true <laughs> wrestling fan. <laughs> it's not well, real yeah. though. <laughs> I would And Nate Nanzer comes back from the backstage video <laughs> and you're like, What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Sinatra six one nines them off the stage. Jumps off of the, the okay, we've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. All right. All I know is I want a top rope <laughs> to somehow like be a I was part gonna, of I was gonna say I want a top rope to be a part of the Overwatch League stage and I will pay good money to have it. Acemith, uh, tell me another team that you're terrified of, not because of their wrestling moves, but because of their rotating roster. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go throw out the obvious one in uh, San Francisco Shock. Mm. Um, they, their DPS, you don't know what's happening. Uh, you know, both of their MVP ca uh, candidates are not starting, which is interesting. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thunk? 
maybe we released MVP a little too soon. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that was talked about in other podcasts in our network, but holy crap, does the MVP thing suck. Oh, <laughs> well, it's stupid. Yeah. It's so, so silly. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Like, like, anyway, so you know, you don't know what you're doing. Smurf, Super, you got Sinatra, Striker, Rascal you know uh architect it's like it's like this whole like smattering of oh, bad news. good good players who knows what to do with them because mm-hmm. they're just too get you know maybe lend somebody to the justice or something you know for the can dallas players go on low oh god please that's who i want or oh my god if yeah i was thinking about it like if the soul dynasty got somebody like striker i would be it would be a whole new world or architect. Huh. Freaking okay, I don't. Don't get me started, but freaking rascal! Like, what the heck? We had the perfect player. <laughs> yeah. Why did we destroy this? Like, we could not figure it out, guys. Like, get a coach who just nuts up and figures it out and gets the best out of a player yeah. instead of just like, ah, oh, we can't deal with it. Ship him off. Oh, now man. we're screwed. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder whose decision that is, but that yeah, that is super interesting. It's so funny about the shock because, like, this is the fear that we had at the start of the season about San Francisco, and it didn't really happen. Like, I mean, we learned within a couple of weeks, I was like, oh, okay, like, that's their roster. They're not swapping that around. But now the stage four happens, like, oh, okay, now these fears are rehashing themselves Uh because they didn't sell their whole bench, which some teams ended up doing. Uh, In another life, (laughs) I think I would have picked the the Atlanta Reign for this this spot, but I'm actually going to be choosing the Shanghai Dragons. I have a little concern. Okay. Um, their TPS score is strange. I mean, no Diem for a lot of the game. <laughs> Did you see the yeah. shot on broadcast where like yeah. they were in the stands watching, like oh, Diem, yeah, Gaguri, and like a few like, players. I mean, I like whatever. Like in terms of integrity and competitive, blah 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 blah. Whatever. But I thought it was super funny, <laughs> and like Uber was laughing. It's like. Well, I'm guess they're not getting subbed in because like <laughs> yeah it, it was super funny to me but like i mean ding and late and uh sorry not late young uh young jin thank Yung-Jin. you uh young jin were the like two mainstays so just not having dm in there all the time i'm a little concerned i mean just about like their oh and their support line Izaki only playing like one or two maps i think in the entire no, he played the he played the first stage for okay, the first yeah. game, okay, and then so yeah, pretty much played the second game. So, so having a flip flop in the support section also just scares me, especially in like the high scoring roles on a team, like mm-hmm. when you have your flex support and your pit scan yeah. DPS. So, that yeah. is my concern. Gaguri uh, and Envy, is that a concern? I mean, I, not when Gaguri is sitting in the stands and watching the game. I guess. Yes, yeah, she, she got what one map. She got one yeah. map mm-hmm. to appease I, the I'm, fans. I am a little hey, concerned, great. Actually, though, I that think that's they fine. will. Like... They definitely want to play Young Jin, so it's possible that they'll they'll want to give him time on Roadhog. Um, but Envy looked really good to me, and I'm I'm yeah. excited for Envy to be getting playing time. Yeah, it's also cool to see Envy being good. So I'm excited about yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Rip. Okay, Houston. Can we talk about Houston? Because that's a team that, that should have been <laughs> oh, on the God. list too. Okay, yeah. sure. Yes. Uh, what? I mean, they're. I, I, I mean, Linkser. Who knows what they're doing there? Like, they, they need a real. They flash. need a real flex support. Hmm? I mean, a real flex tank. Sorry. Oh, yeah. flex I mean, Rockus did like somewhat flex, okay, I know, actually. I'm very <laughs> I fine with Rockus. I like Rockus. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, flex support. Yeah, Rockus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for uh, their flex, flex tank, tank, like Spree's good. Spree Spree plays a great Zarya. He has a average diva. That's that's a thing. Like, like yeah. he's got a great Zarya. Roadhog? Did did he even play Roadhog? I I th- they got to put Jake on Roadhog and just let that be it. Just... That's all we need, and we need <laughs> Linkser so? okay. to start being consistent. Okay, because the Dinkser is uh he's he's a little on and off right now. Yeah. Oh man. He's he's, Dante, he's like Dante's a... great though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Don't if Sombra stop. comes back, like he's gonna be a mainstay, and like I don't think Jake there, leaves either. So there can be dive comps with Sombra. Oh yeah, like, I mean Sombra like, Doomfist like, is an incredible dive comp. Yeah, and who's their Doomfist though? Jake is Link's for sure. Yeah, is it Jake? Oh yeah. I feel like 
I feel like Linkser would I'm be I'm not super doofus. confident. I'm really <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest with you. Too, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like Linkser is a better Genji and Doomfist, but cool. yeah. Okay. You know, so yes, they're a concern. He, they haven't played it. Yeah. In the but they, end, but they've been a concern for stages now. Right. It's exactly. It's not just because of two, two, two. Yeah. That's that's fair, but now it's like accentuated because. Like these are like the locked positions, and it's still like they still don't have an identity. Yeah, you're you've gone through all this time. You should freaking figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is more of a concern in terms of like team talent, and less in terms of fantasy ownership. Which I think like mm-hmm. that I, in terms of fantasy ownership, like I probably haven't been wanting to own Houston players for a good long while now. Uh, especially Rock since they bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Especially since they beat the Gladiators, so I hate them forever. Uh, I cannot believe we lost that game. That was unreal. We like lost the first <laughs> map, and I was like, "All right, it's over." Like, <laughs> like we, well, we could not come back. It was That's terrible. Great. I hated it. Give yourself to the darkness. Hate, hate, hate Houston. <laughs> yeah, Houston. I, man, my I, wife's from Houston, so uh, okay, that's fair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot, yeah, that's worth the fight for sure. Uh, I like, I like Houston to a point. Like, I honestly, I feel like I started liking them because the whole stupid like bully Houston thing went like so far early this year, and I was like, why? This is just a dumb narrative that we're pushing, and it felt so weird. WWE. <laughs> right okay yeah well for that to be true we need their redemption or they need to like come out of a coffin in their most recent walkout undertaker like, yeah exactly <laughs> they exactly. need to play the undertaker theme song the next time they come out that, i'm like, into it that sounds play. great um right. they should really just be playing old town road on their walkouts but that's a whole nother question yeah just for the power up mm-hmm. uh for sake of time, why don't we just jump into our next section, our next talking point? Yes, I mean we can talk Let's about like other stuff like sure. later on in like the matchups. But sure. so leaders and feeders, uh, I have some th- probably the least shocking news of all time to our listeners. Uh, stats are fudged um, on on high noon this week. Only Chengdu and Philly have two games recorded, and there was many teams who played two games. So. Our leaders and feeders section is just kind of going to be a a general. Um, Philly did do extremely well in terms of fantasy points, as did the Hunters. So that game scored well. In that case, they are going to be your leaders. Uh, in terms of feeders, what did you guys what did you guys have? What do you think are some of feeders teams? Uh teams as a feeder yeah who didn't score I mean, very well i feel like boston Dallas, didn't score very well but <laughs> i don't I mean, know there's it's a lot kind of players yeah i, I would i'd go over players instead of teams because like oh, from yes, the yes, teams okay. we're really just seeing people who went to uh map five you know like both uh philly and the hunters both the fusion and the hunters went to uh map five in both of their games last week so they scored a ton of points everybody involved right um, okay but then in terms of actual players there were definitely some feeders and that was mostly just because of the substitutes you know so mm-hmm. we saw some like it, the the easy example would be uh bebe on the spark like mm-hmm. he he was getting subbed out here and there over the past few stages but in combination like he got subbed out for what half of the game uh last week and we weren't really used to seeing that and that suggests as well as like their other major substitutions that they're really pivoting towards that kind of soul dynasty mold where they're gonna play a different lineup just willy-nilly mm-hmm. you know so he he was a feeder last week and that's concerning moving forward it's true yeah, I think yeah. Izayaki and Luffy are kind of in the same spot. Izayaki playing yeah. one game, Luffy playing another. That's like a concern. Uh, yeah. Tank line wise, I mean, Gushui coming out for no smite. I mean, Spark again a concern. But I think the mm-hmm. real concern one for me is Daco coming out for for like FRD. Like the the game, yep. FRD does seem Ford like owner. a great diva and, and like a decent Roadhog. I'm. I think Atlanta's just fielding the two to test them like as much as they can and mm-hmm. see where That's like fair. where are we strong in and I when teams are trying things I don't want to earn them in terms of fantasy and they're going to feed in terms of points so you try that in practice you try in practice yeah, exactly. you don't try in the game like like this is how life works like yeah like I, I'm a coach I try things in practice I throw out different lineups but hey when something works, you know, you stick with it. Whatever you see <laughs> best in practice, you go with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're trying to just like 
I have so many issues with coaches here. But, like, yeah, sure. seriously, like, Daco, I mean, but the, the other rumor is he's, like, locker room cancer, which is completely unconfirmed. But that's, like, the rumor going around. He and Aim God. So, yeah, know. you know, that that's, that's like, where we're, like, I, you know, who knows what's really happening here. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, we've seen this before in previous stages. As soon as FRD or Ford or Fred or fried or whatever he's going by what what what, what are, are we just calling him frd because that's lame you can call uh, him what, whatever you, you want to call him fred. no what do they call him i think frd Don't they call him frd yeah well it used to, okay it used to be like it, it was fried wiener yeah and then and, and and then they like made him change it so and then he like shortened it because then he just took the vowels out and it was like fried wiener without vowels it was oh. yeah it was fried winner Fried, it was yeah, fried winner without on, vowel on broadcast, yeah, yeah, and then and then he changed it to just FRD. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, but yeah, I'm, I like a lot of people were like Ford owner, <laughs> like random stuff. So it was fun, but uh, yeah, him and then DPS. I mean, Baby Bay and Lar, like that's that's out there. Concern. What are we doing there? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. interesting because I mean, Inlayer is good. Baby Bay is good in this situation like they're not both they're both not bad Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like hard finding their fit and it's an interesting Um, question because like at the start of the season baby wasn't there and Lair was brought on as their widow specialist like that is that is what he's gonna play but i mean when the meta like baby was brought in because they needed someone to play zarya for them baby baby fit that role pretty well but like now there's a widow competition like who's gonna who's gonna land it also, Hanzo is like a pretty important role for any player to pick up right now. Like we've seen, we've seen like both roles have to play the Hanzo. So yeah, which is interesting. I mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I guess I get it, but it's gonna be very interesting because like the the what the May Hanzo is something, and that's both projectiles. So, yep. but yeah. I, it can't be that much harder for a hit scan to deal with like Hanzo, right? I I don't know. They're good at video games. I'm not. Uh, the other I mean, can say... profit can do it. Yeah, well, I mean profit can do whatever he wants. <laughs> the uh, the last DPS feeder that we have written down that I think is good to mention is Linkser. Uh, man, I, th- yes, he's been getting subbed out. Uh, apparently, the Dante substitution was on accident or whatever, <laughs> and then he just owned it and like rolled yeah, with exactly. it. Exactly. But the yeah, problem that. was that even before all this happened, they have so many issues with that. This has happened oh. before for Houston, hasn't yeah. it? Like yeah. they they have like oh we forgot to do our sub. It's like. Yeah, get it together. I mean, it's happened Seriously. twice, but yeah, I get, I get you. Hey, this like, time it, it worked out. Once. Yeah, <laughs> this happened. It did. It did really well. But the problem, like besides all that, was that Linkser before this wasn't even looking that great. Uh, always been kind of a man. I don't even want to call him a streaky player because, like, it seemed like seventy percent of the time he was doing extremely well. Like, so He's I don't a good know. Counter widow. Like, yeah, he seems a like but, soon, but well, soon was dominating. But he that. doesn't. Yeah, but soon was but, also like, known soon as was killing everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So soon it's, was it's on a int- flipping rampage. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Just, it's it's a tough spot because Linkser is known for being, you know, the what is it like the Finland's gift to esports? You know, he's right. he's he's, he's Dinkser. Like his sniper is nasty, mm-hmm. but Who and soon is one? known. For, yeah, soon is known for his tracer. So like. If you are getting like manhandled by somebody who's initially known for their tracer, like that, that's that's an unideal situation to be in. Yeah, but soon like was really good in on Widow last year. Like, yeah, we can't was, discount that. soon is great. I'm just saying like it sure. it was it was a lot more one sided than it should have been. But yeah. Linkser was like originally budget budget zero four. <laughs> like he was like because Linkser played Jin Genji. He played. Um, he he played some other characters. Some like he played projectile too. So May I think was actually one that he yeah. was kind of known to like yeah. bust out and play yeah, really well. Played, but he played May. So yeah, like like he he was like budget sure for you know budget profit budget you know decay or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's like budget like yeah. ultimate flex characters. But Houston seems to trying to jam him into a role, and it's not really working well for them. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could actually just put all of the Houston. PS in this category because yeah, true. Well, Jake, we just don't know what they're gonna do. Jake doesn't hit scan. Yeah, 
but uh, Jake, except like, on McCree, playing time when he popped off on McCree, though. That's true. Did you see <laughs> oh, that yeah. game? Like he was actually doing extremely well. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the I think it's I think Houston being an an emotional team, or at least that's how they're showcased. Um, I think you just got to go with who's going to lead a team better than who's going to perform maybe ten percent better on that given day. But that's just my two cents. So, we're going to be switching out of our highnoon.gg mines and jumping into our fantasyowl.com mines because our this last week was our first week of the Foul Play 50, our featured uh, daily league that happens Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For those of you who joined, thank you so much. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I, I didn't do extremely well, uh, <laughs> but I will be doing much better next week now that I've kind of learned this format a little bit better. I feel like I'm going to have contention. So we have our game is featured on Friday. It is now known as Foul Play Fridays. Make sure you use that hashtag on Twitter. Uh, And yeah, if you ever tweet about us, do that. Make sure you're answering the Foul Play Friday or the Foul Play 50 on Friday. We'll try to tweet it out too. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. We'll do some more promo on that on Twitter. Uh, So we are going to just give a quick shout out to all the people who won the Foul Play 50 for the for the whole week. So on Thursday, our very own Taoyama took home the lead. Thank goodness. Flex on those nerds. (laughs) Yeah. Thank goodness. One of our hosts actually won. Let's go. Congrats. That was that was pretty awesome. Uh, On Friday, our Foul Play Friday game, which we are going to go into a little bit more in depth. By the way, that's kind of how our show format is going to function moving forward, is we are going to give a shout-out to the winners of across the whole week, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth onto the winning Foul Play Friday lineup. So, But on f- Friday, uh, Borlebeke? Question mark? Uh, you know, Borlebeke. Borlebeke. won with 920.34. Uh, a really awesome win. Congrats to you on winning the Foul Play Friday. On Saturday. Uh, nominated. Yeah, Saturday, yeah, nobody. Yeah, Saturday, nobody won. I don't know. The stats didn't show up. Uh, it's invisible. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <sighs> that is a lie. Ramsey's from o- OWL by the numbers took home our featured league on Saturday. Congratulations I did not. Me, to you. Me and Teo didn't enter to be Yeah, fair. and I did yeah. bad. So and he uh, and he popped two teams. So that's true, that's true, that's true. we will give no, you but, a. I will give him props. Off. I will give okay. him props. You know what? We will give you props, but uh, in a way that you will never it win won't happen again. again. Yeah, and you yeah. Uh, <laughs> you come back on our turf, and we'll we'll show you what's what. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm gonna beat them on on their uh, on their. Uh, yeah, now. the war I'm, I'm thinking about we're it. We're moving over there. Thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take our, I'm, I'm gonna take my talents over there and kick their butt and take it back. Yeah, yeah, um, that's it. I'm bringing a pitchfork. On, <laughs> and, of course, the last day of the Overwatch League schedule is Sunday, and thus is our Foul Play 50. Congratulations to Zentanio winning that one in a... like I don't think that one was actually particularly close, if I can remember correctly. I believe that one was like he kind of won in a landslide. But uh, So congratulations to everybody who participated. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for this to continue. And we will uh, see you guys next week. But... Now we have to discuss the Foul Play Friday winner and kind of the keys to victory. So, Teo, why don't you, uh, I don't know, talk to me about why you won. Um, this is Borlebeke, so by the way. Borlebeke's yeah, team. Good, good old Borlebeke <laughs> um, popped off. He had a nasty DPS duo with Carpe and Profit. Um, Carpe had 170 points with the map 5. And, uh, you know, he kind of suffered a little bit with uh, Violet and Choyobin, who didn't get a ton of points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Boombox uh, had 157 in his map five. And yeah. then Elsa just kind of carried his whole team by putting up 230 points. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Elsa was a linchpin that was a, a necessary yeah. play. So so let me, let me count yeah. how many people he had who went to map five. It's Carpe, uh, Elsa and uh boombox. boombox so we yeah. had three people go to map five and that that'll definitely help mm-hmm. yeah and i did check he won by like like roughly like 20 points so it wasn't uh as far away far away as i thought it was originally but still uh, hey, a great that's, win. that's pretty decent yeah and he won 435 coins to use in uh, the Let's competitive go. games on the website so congratulations Boom. by the way uh beautiful yeah okay so we are going to be jumping into our next section of the podcast in the Who Do I Start? 
I will go off and list the teams that play twice, the teams that play once, and the teams that play none at all. <laughs> the teams that play twice will be your Paris Eternal, the New York Excelsior, the Guangzhou Charge, Florida Mayhem, Atlanta Rain, Philadelphia Fusion, Washington Justice, Toronto Defiant, Houston Outlaws, Los Angeles Valiant, Los Angeles Gladiators, London Spitfire, and the Chengdu Hunters. Teams that only play once will be the Shanghai Dragons, the Seoul Dynasty, the Hangzhou Spark, the Dallas Fuel, San Francisco Shock, and the Vancouver Titans, and the Boston Uprising have a bye week. So, as always, we want to talk about our potential five mappers because the no matter what the game does to change their format, that will always give you the best <laughs> fantasy score is if your team goes to five. So, Thanks. A. Smith, talk to me about one of these matches that is going to be a potential fifth map and you want to be playing those players above anybody else all right i'll uh, kick it off with the uh, charge in the spitfire um that is an easy easy one to see going to five okay. um, they're both upper echelon teams yes charge is now an upper echelon team happy is doing his thing and he is super happy and nero looks really good yeah he's always looking yeah. good i'm so glad he finally yeah, ate but, of age but like, like great but like now he's doing you know the things that he can do, mm -hmm. which is, you know, projectile. Like, his projectiles are dope. Yeah. Like, his, yeah. he, he might have one of the best maze I, that I saw Yeah, this uh, this week. I think he probably was up there in top, probably top three maze this mm -hmm. week. Probably, probably the best junk in the league, too. Uh, fair, fair. He's playing like it right now. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, Jake Rack you know, can kiss that by. You know a team is playing well when they can uh, when they can sub Fraggy in after what like two hundred days without Fraggy playing a single game. Oh, yeah, they dude. sub and him he, in and they, they sub Bishu. Yeah, they won easy. That was dude. the best. Like Gokshow Charge, they I think they, they completely understand what they're doing in terms of fan base, and oh, they yeah, just won themselves it. a dude, enormous and Western fan base. The tweets about it too were great. They were like, everything "Guess who did. we're about to free?" It was yeah. like, yeah, no, yeah. they're they're like, yeah, they they're winning. They know how to make money, and they're doing it yeah. well. In terms everything of everything, but the Gatorade logo is great. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. The, of that I, don't, I don't actually like their colors either. The colors are kind of. Meh. Uh, I dig it. I like them better I, than some. I, I like both of those colors. They just don't contrast very well. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't. They're mix. cool colors. Yeah, I want to. I want to see, see some like purple and gold, but that's just my inner tigers. That, I, I can see I dig that. that. I dig that could be a chicago right. team anyways uh teoyama what Should would be. you uh what would be uh map five game that you're looking forward to um i'm gonna take uh the the hunters against the excelsior okay uh i think you know Weird. we that's like we a hot take though think... i want you to recognize that. oh yeah that no, is a that's hot why take. I'm, I'm that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna get into it so uh Deep i actually dive. think both NYXL and the Hunters, I think both of their games this week are liable to go to map five. And I think that's because right now the meta is in this weird state of flux where we're not really sure what's going on and neither of those teams know what they're doing either. So like one with NYXL, they got they got smoked by the Gladiators last week and then the Gladiators got smoked by the Outlaws. If that doesn't Ugh. convince me that NYXL is a mid-tier team that needs to prove themselves, then I don't know what could. Um, I think they're going to mess around with their DPS lineups a ton this week uh, and so we'll have to see what happens there. Please pay Pine. Um, yeah, what? no, I think it is time for Pine to play. I mean, Nene is a great Widowmaker and I think you know, he's a really talented player, but they need to figure something out. Uh, and, you know, after that, like, fail, I really thought last week was going to be a big week for them after they were forced off of that stupid goats in the stage playoffs. <laughs> um, that was really the most heartbreaking thing to watch as oh, a fan. so bad. But, like, just stop doing it. But either way, like, now they have stopped doing it and they haven't started winning. So, you know, other teams have kind of figured out that all you have to do is focus down Mono and Jonak and then NYXL crumbles because their DPS don't have carry potential right now. Mm -hmm. um, on the other hand, the Hunters are, like, Jinmu has just proven that he's a great DPS and they also have a weird Shocking. DPS lineup where if they want to run the Widowmaker, they have to play Bacon Jack. And Bacon Jack is a nasty Widow. Like, he really popped off last week. Yang Shalong played, played Widow, too. Yeah, Didn't and he? yeah, Yang, Yang Shalong is 
pretty good, but like Bacon Jack was the one who, when I was watching, like he just felt like he was carrying maps by himself. Mm -hmm. And so they're in a weird situation as well, where like that DPS rotation is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously like Ameng is going to want to play ball. So I think with the Hunters, they're probably going to see more map fives than most other teams, except for maybe the Fusion, mm -hmm. just because their roster is kind of chaotic. Their play style is chaotic. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that fits really well for what NYXL is going to have to do this week, which is kind of embrace the chaos and start messing around with their lineup because obviously it hasn't been working the past uh, like three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. True. it's weird that we're seeing like miraculous youngsters actually like, you know, half of the miraculous youngsters team is on Chengdu mm -hmm. and they're not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Bygone era. It, that is a little strange. Yeah. So, yeah. so. Anyways. Yeah, I, th I think uh, I think that map has a lot of map five potential. I mean, I think that game has a lot of map five potential, and honestly, I think the Excelsior game against the Eternal does as well. Because really, like NYXL is they they have the talent to be a top tier team, but right now they're playing like it. they're below middle. So yeah. we're just gonna have to see them return to dominance, and I'm I, can't I have to see, see them it before I believe it. Like, but I could see it going to five because unless soon just goes off, I just can't see them losing. Yeah, I just, I think, uh, I'm not sure that the chemistry is there between Libero and Nene to, to carry games. That's why you um, want freaking Libero Pine. That, that Libero Pine is a great, or freaking, like, I, th I think Libero Pine, or you play, you, I mean, you could even throw freaking Flower would be fine. Yeah, or, I, know, I mean, I that's what we need by. to see. Like, Flower and Libero are the rotation there, and then Nene, Pine, and uh, SBB are so, the other yeah, rotation. Yeah. But SBB hasn't shown that he can play anything but Tracer and Sombra at that high of a level. Right. Uh, Nene hasn't shown that he can play That's anything other than Widow and uh, Zarya at that high of a level. Mm -hmm. And uh, Flower hasn't shown anything yet, and Libero's looked a little shaky regardless. So yeah. they're just yeah. they're in a really weird spot. All of those players are super talented, but we have to see what's up. It's crazy that they had like this massive bidding war type deal for Flower and then nothing. Yeah, like like just never see him. I mean, he had so like wrist other. problems here and there, so like maybe you know that affected him. Um, and he's you know he's still young, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. Hopefully, mm -hmm. like he can, because I mean he he is the perfect player for this meta. You know, he's yeah, he I, everybody remembers that World Cup where he popped off on Widow, Farah, Hanzo. <laughs> Like he was just so nasty. Yep. Um, so no one can think of a yeah. good performance from him since. Well, yeah, exactly. That's fair. Um, did you want to talk about the other Hunters game? You said that one had a potential too. Oh, yeah, I'll just gloss over that one. The other yeah, Hunters yeah. game is uh, the Gladiators, and I think just like these, you know, the Excelsior and uh, showed, like the Gladiators are also in a bit of a chaotic spot right now. Where you know, how do you three one the Excelsior and then get one threed by the Outlaws? You know, They're so all one tricking it though, aren't they? Yeah, that, I just think that the, the Gladiators weird. are playing kind of like, you know, they're, they're, that performance was super inconsistent. And I think that, you know, they obviously have a ton of talent too. I think Decay is one of the nastiest DPS right now. Void is a great off tank. Um, sure. And Shaz is a crazy, Shaz is a crazy uh, flex support. Mm -hmm. But yeah. that inconsistency in performance kind of, matches really well with the hunters chaos as i've mentioned so yeah. i think that has a ton of map five potential as well yeah fair enough i, I think it's the easiest 4-0 of the gladiator's life but i mean that's a little bit of a homer <laughs> selection um, yeah, we'll do the hunters ever that. get 4-0 i don't even like, think seriously so. they, i don't think they're I don't just think so weird get... yeah it's true i i do think gladiators are I don't know. I think Roar's always been like the weakest link on that on that team's lineup. I, I think, especially his Orisa. I think it's like Anchor. a bit of a concern, but we'll see if it if it work out or not. I don't know. But um, I for my potential five map, I think I'm gonna choose the Valiant versus the Dynasty game. I think this one can be competitive. However, I'm not playing Soul players if I'm doing this one for yeah. fantasy. I would choose Valiant players because I think that Soul just has enough talent to force this one to five i don't think they have enough talent to win but uh in that case i think valiant players are gonna pick up uh, a decent amount of points um yeah. which valiant dps do you play i because they all three kind of rotated yeah jeez. i think ksf 
I think oh, the man. only Valiant players you can play are Kareev and Space right now. Um, not and well, I mean, Fact I guess is the main tank, so you can't. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm not really interested in playing in it, playing him. Um, and then for the Dynasty, like enough is enough. They really need to just stop subbing Fleta out, and they need to let the <laughs> other two. They need to let the other. Two, who is it? It's Fitz and Illicit. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I'm. I'm really not impressed with either of them. Yeah. But. Like I, I just don't, they've tried how many DPS in that exact the the spot opposite Fleta like Munchkin Bunny Wikid Fitz Alyssa oh, like, <laughs> it's it's such a revolving door yeah. and like they really just need to get that figured out. Yep. I actually I'm not even upset with the highly, um, the highly Ryuji Hong uh, substitutions. Like I think they're both really talented players, so I get that from like a a winning perspective. They're fine, but mm-hmm. I don't think the the illicit fits situation and uh, they should they should pretty much never be subbing flood out yeah agreed i feel you okay well so that'll do it for our potential five mappers section of the show um we always read off all of them uh i think there was one twice i think there was one we missed that was a potential no 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 no. i was talking about the whole teams did you read off yeah i read everybody who played twice and everybody who played once yeah hmm it's a pretty forgetful segment, but uh, <laughs> it is. I'll try Don't to play sp- Boston. Yeah, I'll try to spice it up next time. I want sultry towns for oh, you. Okay, well, you are you should be looking forward to next week. Uh, mm. Okay, so uh, speaking of upcoming potential oofs, uh, yeah. we have a few games that every week we try to say, maybe avoid these players for fantasy. These games are going to be blowouts. These games are going to be garbage time. Uh, this week we have Justice versus Titans, Mayhem versus the Spitfire, Defiant versus the Dragons. I just named three very bad teams, and I named three very good teams. You guys do the math. All right, <laughs> so my <laughs> personal favorite segment of, of our wonderful Foul Play show is the Sleepers segment. So we're going to go over our Sleepers for the upcoming week, and this week we are changing our format slightly. So due to the uh, emergence of daily fantasy games on Fantasy Owl and their popularity, that's what we're going to be using for the sleeper And the section. fact that they're working. And the fact that they're working. I didn't want to mention it because I kind of like other people, but it's the oh, fact that they're working. Um, we are going to be using a more precise system for the sleepers area, which I'm really excited about. We are saying if the player salary is 13 or lower, they are considered a sleeper. So that is now the format. So it won't just be like, pick who you think main support is going to do the best this week. Because I feel like that is like the rhythm we got stuck in. And that's kind of lame. You're never going to want to play a main support anyways. <laughs> Doesn't really work out that well. So this gives us a little bit more of a chance to play um, roles that will still score good points, but are on a budget. So really excited yep. about that. Teo, you won the sleeper contest last week by picking Coma as your uh, support oh. sleeper. Actually, Did I? Uh, I didn't even know we checked. We, oh, uh, did we not check? The, the stats, then I won all three rounds. All <laughs> um, stats are not there. Yeah, I won all three rounds because uh, Persia played, which is neat. But I don't think he did that well. Anyway, Tail, you're up first on this piece of paper. Did you I'm watch the games? At. He didn't play well. <laughs> he played um, instead of his so, god. So mine is going to be uh, Neko, the uh, flex support for the uh, Defiant. Um, he, he played all of their maps. And he only costs 13. And this week they play. Uh, There's one map in particular that I'm excited for. Uh, one excited map. about. Oh, one game. Sorry. Gangnam or Philly? Maybe I'm not that excited about it actually. But I yeah, want, Philly. I want to be excited. Uh, regardless, like he's he's a flex <laughs> support who's playing 100% of his maps, and he's pretty cheap. So. There you go. Hey, <laughs> okay. that, that, that counts yeah. for something. You, you don't know? need more justification Just than went that. from, like, super excited to, like, yeah. oh. To being a little unsure. Um, right, no, listen, but I, I do think, he's, I do think he's a talented player. Um, I'm not I'm not super thrilled with the Shanghai matchup, but on Sunday I think he's a great value um, because Philly is also a very inconsistent team, so I think Toronto can make that competitive. Yeah, I would say there so. Cool. My selection is another 13 salary, so at the top of the sleeper uh, threshold. But I am choosing Guido of Washington Justice. Um, he played over Sleepy this last week. And they, Justice is playing the Titans, so 
Going to be a tough one, but they're also playing Florida. So we have garbage time the game, and I think that Guido could pick up, uh, pick up a decent amount of points in that game. So Guido is going to be my support sleeper. Uh, I like okay. that pick. Thank you. The right, only concern enough. there is that Sleepy gets subbed back in because coaches are weird. But yeah, that yeah. sucks for sure. He should put up a, a lot of points. I mean, it I is. think they should if Washington wants to succeed. But I'm going to pick Guido as my <laughs> choice for this game we're playing. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'm going to take Byram. 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 Yep. Byram. Um, he's only 10 points this time so it's uh if you want to like stack high you know stack your high players and then use your bottom tier for byram it could be good um he played over hagopin uh florida's playing washington so uh you know the two bottom teams on the league right now uh i mean technically washington's probably not as bad but uh if, if byram's playing i think you get a high chance of them actually scoring a lot of points Mm-hmm. So I'm digging it. Um, I'm I'm on, I'm on board for this Byram thing. Uh, he he didn't look bad. Oh, yeah. um, granted, Hag- Hago didn't look bad either. So yeah. it's kind of weird. Mm, yeah. Well. Oh well. Hopefully it works out for you. All right, A Smith. What is your tank pick? We got you going back to back here. Okay, back to back. My tank pick is going to be Mono. Um, he actually costs 13, so he is on the very top end there. Um. Amazing, going, because 13. Wow. He, I know. He's going to play 100% of the time, which is something that's a little worrisome in some of these tanks uh, on the on the bottom tier. Mm-hmm. So um, you, you know for sure he's going to play. You know he's going to play well. If the team actually plays well, it could be interesting. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, NYXL is playing two games that... <laughs> Teoyama is just scorned. With Paris and like, do. So... So yeah, with Paris and Chengdu, um, you know those both have game five potential there at thirteen. I think he's going to be a steal. All right, yeah, cool, good pick. Um, my my next one follows up pretty pretty comfortably from that, and that's a uh, Mecco. Nice. I actually think this is the steal of sure. the entire week. Like Mecco only costs uh, nine nine points or nine levels, however it's described on Fantasy Owl, mm-hmm. um, and he's you know he's a flex tank i think that might be skewed by the fact that he wasn't playing as much last stage Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but either way like he's such he's such a deal and they're probably last week oh was he Uh uh-huh i picked up i guess just because they got smoked by the gladiators but i think both of these teams that they're playing this week are um yeah, you know, should it, the game should be m- much more competitive than they were against the Gladiators, and I'm just I'm expecting Mecco to get back, and at that price, like you can really afford to go big at another position, um, and you know, by by having him on the cheap. Yeah, he only put up 97.8 points last week, which is by far lower than even the main tanks. I mean, he scored. I mean, he scored pretty low. Yeah, so. yeah. Fed his brains out. If you're but actually looking at it this week, so yeah. I mean, it's possible. He just he stunk it up last week. So it's true. Well, yeah. I'm picking someone who did even worse than Mecco last week. I am choosing Cool Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe. It. I think Houston's got the hot hand. I think they're coming out of nowhere. I think they're uh, on the upswing. And I hope that Cool Matt plays all his maps. And if he does, you're going to score well. And he's only worth eight. So he's the cheapest person on this entire sleeper segment. So I think I win for that alone. <laughs> uh, okay, so the DPS, I chose Striker last week, which I think paid off pretty well. Not as well as Aesmith's pick from last week. But um, I yeah. am choosing Ivy as my, as my sleeper for the Toronto Defiant. Um, Toronto's not good. Uh, but I think that Ivy should or oh man just should be a mainstay i i really do think him and logics together uh would make a great dps pair for the toronto defiant he is 12 on fantasy um man i i yeah if he pops off he pops off really well he's not playing the widow for them because that'll be logic's position but he should be playing everything else which should net use a decent amount of fantasy points fair enough checks uh, out I'll 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 buy it. Uh, I don't like their competition this week, but hey. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Hureg at twelve. That's actually um, such I, a good last, pick. That's such last a good week, pick. 
last week I was like railing that it was going to be Stitch. Stitch is the better hits game player. Honestly, I completely forgot who Reg was on the team. <laughs> and he looked like, he looked so like, good. It was I, ha- I had no idea he was on the team. Like I was like, oh yeah, they have who Reg. Uh-huh. <laughs> who remembers that guy? And right. then like freaking yeah, no popped one. off. Um, look, they're playing Washington. They're only playing one game. Um, it's, it does. It is in our potential oofs, but uh, I mean, if we're being honest. Washington looks a lot better, and I would love to freaking see Corey versus Hureg in a du- in a widow duel. Mm. Um, if it seems like Hureg's their guy because they stuck with him all four maps, they didn't even flip switch uh, Stitch in. So uh, it, it could be very interesting if Hureg plays. Now they they could just like oh screw it, we're gonna do something entirely different. We're gonna have Stitch run McCree and you know uh, Ombra. <laughs> And then boom, yeah. like what are you doing? Yeah. So gotcha. Um, and mine is the uh the the mirror to that that widow duel you're hoping for, and that's Corey. Um I I'm not playing Corey against the Titans because I think the Justice are gonna get smoked, <laughs> but I'm definitely playing him on Thursday against the uh against the mayhem. I think that's okay. gonna be a really fun duel. Honestly, like Thirteen. Corey oh. and Saya oh, player are both great deals on Thursday. Yeah. Um, and they allow you to stack up your your tanks and your healers with nasty players. Mm-hmm. And I think that game has map five potential as well. So, you know, Corey, like last week he he looked incredible. He's he didn't actually main... put up a lot of points last week, to be fair. But, he only put up he... 96. Yeah, that's valid. But he looked really good. And I think, you know, he passed the eye test and he's playing 100% of the map. So if if you think he has a chance to play in a more competitive game then he he could do really well for your team yeah yeah i yeah i think Corey is an awesome pick it, it's fun that he is going up against saya player i think that'll be a really uh, yeah i'm i'm really excited uh, for that Corey versus saya in the battle in the battle of the bottom yeah is just gonna be yeah. so fun It'll be the only good thing to watch about that entire game uh but i think Corey is a, a good pick if for nothing Corey's else that he won't be US coming group. out like mm-hmm. he won't be being taken out of his position, which is which is nice exactly. to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I think something that we could mention is that like Sansan will not be leaving because Ellie Vote and Lalsish were announced to have visa issues. Gonzo and oh, will not is that be... what happened? Yeah. So yeah, they won't visa. be here for yeah, the whole stage. Hey, and shout out to Sansan though. He looked he looked quite good. He looked pretty okay. Compared. Yeah. He yeah. looked way better than early previous how, stages. How, how did Janice look though? That's the real question. Uh, Always bad. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always never, bad. Always bad. Always bad. <laughs> Just Janice is. But Janice is like the Sato. Like Janice and Sato, it's like, why are y'all both still playing? Oh, because man. but but Janice is like the PMA version, who's like really sweet seeming. You know, like I've I've talked to him about anime before on like oh those God. NYXL AMAs. I, I don't know. It's got to be pretty decent. You sure? Um, uh, have you met? You haven't met I've, him. You haven't no, met no, him? no. It was like they do like the NYXL AMAs back in the uh, day, where like you can just right. ask stuff. And I remember like I asked something about uh, like Hunter Hunter the anime, and like he responded saying like his favorite players and stuff. So either they had a translator on hand, or it was simple enough that he was just 100% like, oh, had a translator. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> his English is notably really good. Like in terms of interviews oh, okay. and stuff, like he particularly is is very good at English. Um. Yeah, so that wraps up all the planned segments we have for the show. Guys, I hope you're enjoying watching Overwatch League again. I hope you got reinvigorated by this and maybe by FantasyOwl.com. I know my fantasy spark has been kind of relit, and I'm very excited about that. So congratulations to our winners of the Foul Play 50 for this last week. Uh, Please enter again this upcoming week. You'll get your name shouted out, and if you win the Friday contest, of course we will go into your team and praise your team construction and kind of explain how you won. So uh, thank you so much for that. We will see you next time on Foul Play. I have been Heebie I have been joined yet again by Smith and Teoyama. Um... Hope the RNG follow works. Follow us on Twitter. In... Yeah, follow us on tweet. Twitter is a big one. Yeah, and hit us up on Twitter if you have questions. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. we're at, we're actually going to post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about <laughs> that. Yeah, of course. We will actually promote our show for once in our lives. That'll be awesome. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for listening, and hopefully your DPS players don't get subbed out. Goodbye. Adios. May the odds be ever in your favor. Katniss Everdeen. <laughs>